0: Episode 834 of The Sleeper in the Bus. It is Thursday, July 23rd. I'm your host, Paul Spore, joined by Justin Mason. And Justin, it's semi-opening day today. It's not the full opening day. I usually don't call opening day the, the, the you know, single game or two-game day. But we're so desperate for baseball that I'm willing
1: to let it go and call today opening day. You know what it also is? It, it's an even year. Oh, God. Oh, wait. Are we not doing that anymore?
0: No, we're not doing oh. it. I mean, hey, if you want to delude yourself,
1: <laughs> that's really your choice. Love my Giants, but they may have the toughest schedule in Major League Baseball on top of being not very good. So, uh, no no delusions. Uh, I'm not going to be growing the playoff beard, even though I have a quarantine beard going on right now. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it, it's going to be a long 60 games. Yeah, it's going to be tough for uh,
0: for both of our clubs. So, you know what? It happens. Both in the midst of rebuilds. Let's talk some baseball. We don't have, we don't have like a ton of super impactful news. We got some bits and pieces here. Actually, we got something that just happened that I'm going to put at the top of the list here. Actually, second, you can find it on our sheet. Let's talk first about the um, about the Blue Jays, man freak are they gonna play looks like uh pittsburgh fell through now Uh, i guess they're eyeing baltimore
1: just announced a few minutes ago balt the orioles have given approval for them to play in baltimore uh at camden yards uh and it is uh they believe that the maryland government will sign off on that at some point here in the next day or two so it sounds like they're gonna be at camden
0: okay there you go so Boost for the hitters mm-hmm. and uh, down for the down for the pitchers a little bit, but they're already playing in a tough park, so I'm not going to overreact. I'm still going to be interested in the guys I was interested in, which is basically just Ryu and um, Shoemaker. Ken Giles, oh. uh, and Shoemaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as uh, starters, um, and then Pearson when he comes up. So I think that I think that will I think that will uh, that will still work. Like I'm not going to run away. From those guys, I feel like they can make it work in any park uh, to the degree that I was chasing them. It wasn't park-related to begin with, so I think that's fine. So, okay, Baltimore locked and loaded. There you go. Now, you're done with drafts, right?
1: No, I have the main event tonight. Oh, that's right.
0: Wait, wait. What was yesterday?
1: Yesterday was my online championship.
0: Oh, okay. I thought that was your second main. My if that if, if
1: that was my main event team, uh, we'd we'd already be catching the check.
0: Yeah, would you know? Should have maybe put that together. That
1: that would have been too good for a
0: 12, for a fifteen teamer. Um, okay, so you have your main tonight. Are you moving up any Jays hitters?
1: Uh, no, but I wasn't necessarily moving them down. Uh, after they, you know. After the talk that they weren't going to be able to play in Toronto, I wanted to see kind of where they were going to land. Because, I mean, even if they played in PNC, they were also going to be having to play games uh, likely in uh, in Buffalo as well, and, and I think they're also still probably going to have to play some games in Buffalo, uh, mm-hmm. just because the schedule doesn't line up perfectly for them to have all their home games uh, in Camden, because... The Orioles are playing there. I mean, if you want to call what the Orioles do playing. Mm-hmm. But uh so they will be there, yes. Yeah, so no, I wasn't uh I wasn't adjusting my hitters that much. I mean I just adjusted Ryu a little bit and moved him up uh just because he's not gonna have to play on the turf, which I think is gonna be nice for him. Mm-hmm. Uh but other than that, like I'm not really making major adjustments.
0: Yeah, like I said, me neither. Not not making too many changes. I am done with drafts, but even if I did have one today, I wouldn't be going crazy. Uh, so let's talk about some player news. Anthony Descafani goes to the I.L. This is a big one. Got to be honest, this might ruin your game plan, too. At least one component of it.
1: Yeah. Tyler
0: Molly could be the guy who gets called up, and you were doing the uh, let me get these middle relief guys. Who can get multiple innings in this first week or so, and I like it. Um, I was actually looking at it myself for a head-to-head league I'm in with the starts cap, but I do wonder now if if Molly will fill in for him. Now, Molly could still pitch this weekend, I think, to kind of you know make sure he's not uh, getting too cold or anything, and then take the spot on Tuesday. Like he could pitch tomorrow and then uh, for two, three innings, and still pitch Tuesday. But I think you're hoping to get a couple outings of uh, two-plus innings against the Tigers over the weekend. But let's talk about Des- Descalfani specifically before we get into Molly. Um, how much does this hurt here?
1: Uh, I mean, it hurts me quite a bit because I have Descalfani on both my main event and my online championship team. Uh, so it is kind of a huge bummer. I mean, he wasn't supposed to pitch this weekend anyways. Yeah, it doesn't hurt this weekend, mm-hmm. but
0: he was slated to go uh, for a double mm-hmm. uh, for next a two-star week. two-star week against the Cubs and Tigers.
1: Yeah, and it definitely hurts my Molly shares. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to be, uh, you know, I'm going to have to make a real quick decision. Obviously, in my online championship, I think Descalfani becomes a cut uh, this week after, uh, after the weekend during FAB, and... For the main event, he's likely going to be a cut. I may hold off a little bit just because uh, I didn't draft any guys that I was kind of really stashing. So I kind of have the, the depth to, to, to you know cover if it's going to be a short stint on the IL. It's so a bummer, it though. A
0: mild right Terrace Major strain. So there's a mild strain to the Terrace Major. Not confusing at all.
1: Yeah, I don't know what that means. Um, I don't either. Uh, so I did stay at a Holiday Inn last night, but uh, a <laughs> Holiday Inn Express. Um, what is it called? A a terrace. A, a, the terrace major
0: has a mild strain.
1: Um, okay, so the major it's is an, mild. It is a muscle of the upper limb. It attaches to the scapula and the humerus. Um, and is one of the scapulohumeral muscles. It is thick, but somewhat flattened muscle. So, um, in, uh, in layman's terms, it is, uh, like the muscle it's under, ouchy. yeah, it's the muscle underneath your pec that attaches to your shoulder Ugh. and, and your, and your arm bone. So, um, uh, yeah, that that doesn't sound good. Again, I'm I, not a doctor. I want to preface that, um, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I do not have an MD uh, by my name on Twitter. Uh, but yeah, that doesn't sound good. I'm probably yeah, he's probably a drop for me unless we get some sort of news out very quickly before Sunday uh, that he is uh, that he he sh- is expected back sometime next week.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. It is retroactive to Monday. Uh, so maybe he could return late uh, or middle of next week and still pitch against the Tigers um, because that's that's the second start there is at Detroit on the weekend for Anthony Descafani. So this is a bummer. I really did like him. I actually have in some leagues myself. So I need to, uh, need to figure that out. And uh, it, Molly seems super obvious to take the role, which means it could cut into any potential pitching that he would do this weekend. Um, like I said, maybe the first game. They can still pitch him, and it wouldn't affect Tuesday. But I wouldn't be surprised if there was if there was nothing uh, as far as pitching. So, that's a bummer. Uh, another one that's a bummer. Uh, not quite as impactful. Not quite as interested in this guy as as the other, uh, as Desclafani. But John Means was somebody I was like, you know what? People are so out on him for understandable reasons because he's on Baltimore, but the talent was something that I was like, you know, he's a good pitcher. I'm not going to use him all the time, but as a reserve guy, I thought, hey, I've got some interest. Now, going to the IL, I have to wait till he comes back. So anywhere I had him, pretty much an auto cut. Um, And anywhere I was looking at him, obviously, that gets put on the back burner. So John Means with a um, left arm fatigue. So that's a little one of those vague things that isn't necessarily – damaging to a massive degree looks like he could be set for um let me see they say he's set capable to return during the second regular season series against the marlins so he could be back as early as early next week so this is not the end of the world with means was he somebody you were looking at at all
1: i mean like as a really really late play uh unfortunately our our buddy Uh, Nick Pollock over at PitcherList, he's been kind of like hyping him up a bit. uh, And he wasn't really going as a late play before the dead arm kind of discussion Mm -hmm. and and now the injury. So uh, I'm, you know, I wasn't able to get him. I'm probably not going. He's not going to be on my draft list tonight, but he's definitely someone I'll just kind of be watching the news on, especially if he is looking like he is in line for maybe a two-start week uh versus you know with one of them being versus miami coming into the week next week yeah
0: miami tampa
1: bay obviously tampa bay can be tough but again
0: john means talented pitcher so if he does get cut and, and um you know will be available next week eh, i can see maybe maybe picking him up keep an eye obviously he's gonna have a difficult schedule in that beast uh, this doesn't scare me as, as much um, as like the Descalfani one. Left arm fatigue sounds like he just needs a few days off as opposed to something that's going to be massive. On the positive end, Charlie Blackman, who was one of the first guys uh, that we heard about getting COVID, uh, rocking and ready to go. So you're moving him back up your board for tonight's main event.
1: Um, I No, I mean, I assumed he was going to be ready to go. I think where he's going is you know it's probably somewhat fair. Maybe it's a little bit low. I think he's going around pick sixty five. So yeah, that feels pretty low. I feel I felt like that
0: was influenced by mm-hmm. uh, it. Definitely. Why the hell
1: he was? I mean, he was a top fifty pick coming into like drafts before the COVID news. So mm-hmm. yeah, he's probably a bit underrated. Um, yeah, no, I probably will move him up my board a little bit. I mean, I think the thing that hurts him is people are looking for stolen bases. And I think there's obvious, the obvious fear that he's just not going to run again. Cause he only, yeah. he only ran what or only stole two bases last night and he was caught five times. Or... Yeah. He was two for seven last
0: year. Wow. And that's not
1: good for black men.
0: Like you put that out of your mind as far as the, the stolen bases
1: are returning. If you, anything's if you, a bonus. So
0: yeah. And that's exactly what I was going to say. If he spikes a handful, great but if you go in looking for them you're likely to be disappointed now i went in my rotowire online championship i went triple colorado stack i went
1: story arenado blackman better hope that uh covid doesn't hit them (laughs) like that's been one of the things i've been avoiding is stacking players and i I did it a little bit in uh the main event with washington but it's something i'm really trying to avoid Not drafting a bunch of players off of one team, just because we did have that situation in Major League Soccer where an entire team had to stop playing, and they, you know, everybody else played, but they didn't play because too many players on their team tested positive.
0: Be surprised if MLB did that, where they just parked a team and they. They said said they would. That's so stupid.
1: They said that an outbreak on an individual team would not prevent them from continuing the season.
0: So stupid.
1: So I just well, it's just something I'm you know I'm keeping an eye on and, and being cognizant of that, like I don't end up with six players from the same team in case that one team because then I mean I mean obviously you know even if you have three players you, if they're good ones and you get hit you know you're screwed but um, I'm definitely being cognizant. Nah, give I'm me not. all the Rockies. I, I, I like it. I almost went. I almost went Turner uh, Arenado last night in the online championship. Well, not Or not Turner. Team. Sorry, so Story Arenado. Uh, oh, okay. I'm not quite awake yet, apparently.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I just, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not deathly afraid of that. But Blackman is back; should move up, I think. Uh, just looking at ADP since the 20th, you know, put a put a tight range on it in the main event, and he's at 60. Pick 68. Blackman is with a high of 60 and a low of 85. So pretty tight range. I'm moving him back up. Uh, let's see the outfielders. I mean. Luis Robert so overdrafted. It's insane. Um, he's at 55. I would take Blackman. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, then it goes up to Springer. So I, that's probably the peak, is I can get him up above Robert, and then I can bring him closer to the castellanos robles Jimenez grouping uh, for Charlie Blackman. So, yeah, positive news if you had him. He's back, ready to go. Um, so get him in your lineup. Tom Murphy. Now this is weird. How do you acquire an injury if you're a fake player?
1: Mm, yeah, I don't know. It just seems it maybe it's a fake injury. We've seen those before. It would have
0: to be, right? Yeah. Mhm. Okay, okay, that's what I thought. I wasn't sure I'd have we'd have to check in with, you know, who declared mm-hmm. Tom Murphy a fake player many years ago, um, because it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like a fake player should be able to get hurt. And mm-hmm. alas, here we are. Tom Murphy is indeed hurt and I never root injury. You know, this will say though, uh, by the <laughs> way, fra- fractured left foot, fractured left foot is the injury. It is going to expedite the catcher eligibility of my guy, Austin Nola. I'm mm-hmm. just saying now there's a, it's not all peaches and cream. Cause one of the reasons I like Nola is that he gets catcher eligibility and then doesn't catch as much. Well now with Murphy out, He's the primary because Joe Hudson is the backup. Another fake player. They just churn out fake players to catch, which yeah. makes sense. You mm-hmm. know, no one's paying attention to the catcher back there. Mm-hmm. You just create a fake uh, NPC of
1: a player and move
0: on. <laughs> but <laughs> just uh, put one
1: of the cardboard cutouts out there with a glove.
0: Exactly, exactly. I I do I do like Noel. I think he's a quality hitter. I thought he was going to qualify pretty early as is. And obviously this will uh, this will simply expedite that. Now, the one thing is it's hard to be proactive on this because he doesn't qualify at catcher yet. So you do have to park him. So it is a deeper league situation if you want Nola. But he should have catcher like next week now, as opposed to maybe two weeks in, which is what I thought it might originally take. Um, And Murphy Murphy's gonna be out for a while. Broken fractured left foot. That's that's tough. So that's going to be what, two, three weeks. I think he's an automatic cut. I'm not holding a, a fringe, a no. middle catcher uh, for a couple of
1: weeks. No. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you hold on to him. I don't think he's that special that uh, you're, you're going to have to, you know, miss a month of the season. Uh, and he, who, who he knows. knows? I'm like, well, it. and we just don't know how, like, you know, everybody recovers differently from things like this. And yep. so, yeah, I think he's an automatic cut. I think Nola is now a very, very interesting guy. Uh, it, it was, it was weird because um, the way their season lined up, they were going to be facing uh, a bunch of righties, which Tom Murphy hits well. Uh, and so there I you know Nola does.
0: Murphy doesn't hit righties.
1: Yeah. Isn't he a reverse platoon guy? You
0: know, Murphy crushes
1: left. Oh, Murphy crushes. Lefties. And, and they're
0: both righties. That's why I was like, that's why I liked Nola, though. I was like, well, he does better against righties. Yeah. No, last year, Murphy had a 653 OPS against righties. 11
1: 3 uh, okay. against left. See, I thought, for some reason, I was thinking he was a reverse platoon guy. Okay, I retract my statement. Go get Aaron Nola. Go,
0: um, get, go <laughs> get Aaron Nola. Good C2. Re- really think of C2.
1: I don't want to overstate his value. You're going to have to wait league. until, I mean, because he's not going to get no, next enough. Week. Well, but in weekly leagues, you won't be able to use him next week, except for an NFBC. You can change him out on Friday yeah. as a catcher. So, but... We'll get. I mean, get him Sunday, though. But he won't have four games
0: but then he's gonna cost a lot more in the front. oh yeah
1: oh no no for sure for sure and if you still you got buy him
0: this Sunday no I agree and you can't cut your other catchers you have to keep you know you have to keep your other guys and if you do have if you are replacing Murphy with Nola then you have to buy another guy too so it's a little bit of a process but I think it'll be worth it mm-hmm. uh, buy one buy a guy for a fill-in for one dollar buy Nola for a couple bucks. I just I think he's a I think he's a quality hitter. How much
1: do. how much would you spend on Austin Nola? Cuz here's the thing.
0: What, what what is the budget?
1: Uh let's say out of 100 just to make it easy. Um because here's the thing. So if we think Tom Murphy is going to miss 2 to 3 weeks, mm-hmm. um that means you and you're not going to be able to use Nola at catcher for the first week in a weekly league. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. That means you're only gonna get to use him for one to two weeks. I guess you could still he'll still play. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's that's the point. He's still play. He's not
0: done playing when Murphy comes back. Okay, so how
1: much would you spend on your fab in a two catcher? Let's say fifteen team league? Three
0: to five, depending on how bad my catchers are.
1: Three to five.
0: You said oh, out of hundred. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, all right. So thirty to fifty out of a thousand dollar budget. I don't think that'll get him. Personally, we just saw uh, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. Go but he from, was
0: catcher eligible.
1: Yeah, I still think people are gonna. I I think you're gonna need to I, be more aggressive if, if I you. I don't want even to.
0: know if everybody's on the Nola tip. Hmm? I, they
1: I they will be now.
0: If, I mean, y'all should have been earlier. I was already telling y'all.
1: I. have been telling y'all. I got him somewhere. Um, maybe it's my friend's fancy benefits main event qualifier. I think I have him there.
0: I I think um, yeah. I mean. I don't know. Like, if you have to go too crazy, like, again, I don't want to overstate his value, but he popped 10 homers in uh, in 79 games last year. Hit a healthy 269, 342, 454 for, for Nola. That's a, that's a solid line. And like I said, one of the reasons I liked him is that he's going to be playing elsewhere when he's not catching. He can bounce around the diamond. And that was my big appeal there. Now he's going to catch full-time for a couple weeks, but then when Murphy comes back, He's filling in in the outfield. He can he can play second base or at least stand there. He can give Evan White a breather at first base. He can catch a DH opportunity when they're facing a lefty because Vogelbach can't hit lefties. So I think there'll be opportunities to where he can end up being a, a, a sneaky play. So Austin Nola, you might be right. Maybe you do have to go a little bit higher. You're kind of from left of a point. Uh, makes sense except for the fact that he was already he's already catcher, that's, yeah. that's why you buy nola this week you don't wait till he's catcher eligible because then the price will go up because those kind of fluff prices are hilarious i'm
1: sorry y'all come I, on i paid too much for him in tgfbi and
0: and i brought it up like mm-hmm. remember i i was in on you know i love non-catching catchers but 400 300, oh oh
1: i i didn't pay that much i paid like 80 Oh so, no,
0: people paying three hundreds.
1: Yeah, that's that that's a Out of a a thousand. Bit much. Like, I mean, some people spent nine hundred and fifty bucks of their thousand before opening weekend. Pardon? Uh, yeah, I mean it's something I mean we've we saw we saw at least one guy spend uh eight hundred and seventy dollars on two players.
0: Who the frick did he get?
1: He got Aaron Hicks and Rich Hill. I was gonna say it better be Aaron Hicks, and
0: honestly I would have said the other one should be rich so those are the two guys to get i guess but my
1: goodness you better not have any more injuries and your team better That's produce because you're not i mean those no zero dollar bids is is it's brutal for that like i yeah. i totally have no problem doing that if you have zero dollar bids but when you don't you're gonna have to be very very judicious with the rest of your picks and you've gotta i mean you not to mention you just picked up two guys with huge injury risk histories exactly a guy returning
0: from TJ and a guy with a massive uh, the TJ guys hicks by the way and then a guy with a massive injury profile
1: yeah so uh yeah I, I don't know that I could have done it. I mean I spent 450 bucks but I got like five or six players um, and really strengthened my team so
0: I I I was torn because I you know I don't like to give up a week but in FBI, I didn't really have anybody that mm-hmm. I needed and so I, I, I didn't even To be quite I honest,
1: even, neither did I, and I still spent.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and maybe I should maybe I should've just strengthened like the Josh Van Meter mm-hmm. reserve put pick on my team or Miles Straw. I could have done something there. But um my starting team I, I really do like. So I didn't feel like it was necessary. Like Nick Birdie's somebody I would have gone for, but he went eighty one and the second highest was one. So I think I'd have been somewhere in the middle of that. I probably would have put sixty-nine because I'm an infant.
1: So um,
0: <laughs> Spencer Howard went in mine, four twenty-seven. Next high is seventy-seven.
1: Spencer Howard was not picked up in mine um, because I drafted him.
0: Oh well, there you go. <laughs> that that I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> Are you guys not paying attention? No, that makes more sense. Okay, okay. Uh, all right, so a couple more bits of news there. Um, Dustin may reassigned as well as Brendan Rogers. Uh, I'll get to you, the one that you added here. Just one moment right after this. Yeah. Put it, put it below Rogers. Um, all right. So Dustin may reassigned. I think the stripling and Alex Wood folks are breathing a little easier. Not that he was going to take their job, but maybe that he would cause them to maybe only go like four or five innings and then come in and throw three to four of his own, I think now that's less of a threat. Yes, mm-hmm. you could still see Dennis Santana or Dar Gratterall, guys who look like they're making a roster. I actually don't know for sure if roster resource has been updated. I'm just going off of what we have. And we don't have Dustin May on the squad, and we do have Gratterall and Santana. They're former starters. Uh, they are on it. I don't know if they're as big of threats to go three, four innings. I think they're more of like two inning types. I think the bottom line for me is I'm no longer terrified that stripling Ureas and Wood are going to be heavily curbed. I think they're going to be able to pitch what they can, what they can deliver.
1: Um, yeah, I think that Santana could end up being the long man here. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, he, he's going to be, I just feel like, Maybe I'm overrating May, but I thought May was had a better chance to be like showcased, uh, not for a trade or anything, but to be given a more prominent role, and like I said, take three, four innings a time. I think this is all which... about
1: service time. Like I think, yeah, they're they're sending May down. They're gonna try to accumulate extra service time. Uh, and so I don't know that necessarily changes what they were gonna do. And I'm not saying that I think they are going to cut uh, their starters uh, short, hey. largely because I don't know that they have the bullpen to do that.
0: See, and that's part of it. But I thought with May there, if they and where's oh,
1: did Gonsolin? What, what's up with Gons, Gonsolin? I he got May sent down Gonsolin too. Were gonna
0: be I know, but I I thought they were both going to be in, he and that's sh- when I was starting he, to worry about those other guys.
1: Gonsolin had shown up late to camp, so we assume of some sort of COVID issue. Ah, okay, okay. Um, and they sent him down a few days ago. Uh, so I have to
0: leave May down for a while, man. He had thirty-four innings. Yeah,
1: they're probably going to have to leave him down till you know, like second week of August. So, uh, I mean, I think, again, this is another guy you have to cut. You're not going to keep him. Yeah, you're not going to sure. hold him. I was never going him. Uh, but I don't know that this, like I said, I don't know that it necessarily – it may change their plan because, like, like I said, they don't have, I don't think, the arms to really uh, do a whole lot of piggybacking, at least yeah, up I, in I, the majors.
0: I, I don't see – I don't see the, the – and the three guys in question would be stripling over no well, actually – Bueller would be in a little bit of question at least initially because he's not ramped up. So even in his first start, Dennis Santana or Bruce Darvadraw still could take some innings. But I thought if May was there lurking, I could have seen him consistently cutting into one of Stripling, Arias, and Woods starts, or or two of them depending on how split uh, split apart they were in the rotation, to where he could have gone. And limited them to five innings instead of maybe the the six plus that that they're capable for. Like like Stripling's all the way built up. Yeah, uh, as far as his innings, uh, his pitch count, he can go seven. Uh, he can go six if they'll give it to him. I think now it makes it more likely. But Dustin May automatic cut and everything but dynasty, um, any any sort of redraft. He gone. Meanwhile, Brendan Rogers uh, for Colorado. I think that takes a little bit of heat off of some things. Of course they did that, because why would they keep up the, uh, the young top prospect? <laughs> but in this instance, it, it doesn't bother me as much, because I was starting to really worry about Hampson. Now, I did see something the other day that suggests that Daniel Murphy's going to play a lot of first base, which this organization is so stupid, dude, I cannot fathom it. How is he not the primary DH with McMahon at first and Hampson at second?
1: Because David Dahl is banged up. As he always is. And so I think Dahl will get some time at DH.
0: Well, then I guess I could put Hampson in the
1: outfield. Though. Exactly. And so and then I would assume that Hampson would play center um, because I don't think you're going to put... Okay. Well, if
0: that's the case, you know, then I'm less angry. But when I saw that the other day, I actually saw it on, on when I was Twitch streaming, and I just raged. I just went on a freaking uh, anti rockies diatribe about how freaking stupid they are. Mm-hmm. But that makes a little bit more sense if that's why. Because then that would still play Hampson. What I thought it was going to do was, I thought it was going to eliminate Hampson. Because I thought Murphy at first, Hampson at, or uh, McMahon at second, and then I thought Kemp was going to get the DH spots. That's what I was concerned about.
1: Yeah. I yeah. still am slightly <laughs> concerned about that. You've got, I mean, any time you draft a Rocky, not name Arenado, Blackman, or Story, you have to yeah. be concerned. I mean, that's just the the, the case. So... Uh, so stupid. yeah, I just, I, it's, it's gonna be rough, you know, you hope that either injuries or just, you know, someone, you know, playing well, you know, kind of solidifies what we know, uh, at mm-hmm. some point, but, uh, I just, it's just a hard thing to trust, and so I think you, as much as we love to bump up Rockies, you've gotta bump some Rockies down, uh, you know, kind of back to where they would naturally go if they weren't playing in Colorado, uh, to account for it. So Ryan McMahon and Sam Hilliard and Garrett Hampson, yep. you know, those are guys that those I, are the guys
0: that get overrated though. Like mm-hmm. everyone wants to get in, and on I that. and I
1: took one of them last night, uh, and uh, I'm you know still a little petrified. I don't blame you. I
0: took uh, I took I ended up taking Tapia. Um, like, I kind of went against my instincts because it's like, well, now they're going to play him. Because mm-hmm. three years ago when I was drafting him, of course they didn't play him. But now that's that's Hilliard now. He looks so thing awkward is... at the plate, Tapia. Oh, I know. Have you seen his two-strike approach? Does he, he still do the thing where he no, He doesn't down? do that,
1: but, like, okay. he really... You saw stri- that before, though, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's ridiculous. But he still, I mean, I saw him take some, uh, some BP. And even just BP, he looked, his swing is just so... Awkward sometimes, so just don't. It, it I, I, don't, I don't, there's it. Like, like, like such I said, a ton of natural talent in there, but
0: I, I, I took him based on their idiocy more than really liking him at this point. Plus, I needed some speed, so that that's that's why I went with uh, with Tapia there, but I'm not super confident he could be an easy cut as a 12 teamer. So, um, that's Dustin May, Brendan Rogers reassigned, Willie Calhoun, man this one's got me torn because Mm -hmm. i'm glad he's back i love him i want a hurt guy to not be hurt but what does that do to our boy so like i feel like that that dices him up quite a bit and it's looking like calhoun could be back in time Mm -hmm. for opening day all of a sudden
1: yeah, it's going to be a huge bummer because uh, I've got Solak in a number of different spots, including, I'm pretty sure, my main event uh, that I already drafted. And I was really hoping, one of the reasons I targeted him where I did in that main event was, oh, he's going to play the first four games in the outfield, he'll get the outfield eligibility, and then when yes. Calhoun comes back, he's just playing all around the diamond. Now, he's not only is he likely not the everyday outfielder for them, uh because Calhoun is back. Now they've already named Kiner Falefa as the everyday third baseman. Uh so I mean I assume There's,
0: I got I got something to hearten you though.
1: Mm-hmm. Three lefties
0: in the first six games. Freeland, yeah. Bumgarner, Smiley. Downside yeah. though. They only have a five game week next
1: week. Yeah, that's gonna be brutal. Um so it's uh yeah, it's we kind of a bind.
0: We need him to get. We need so to get all three of those lefty starts, and then just steal one against a righty, mm-hmm. and then we can use him the week of. Um, hang the? Uh, the week of July twenty seventh. Uh, or, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, no, 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 The week of August third. Sorry, 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 sorry.
1: I will say that they said that um, they expect Willie Calhoun to DH uh, for the you know you know for the first you know week or so. Uh, and they have Shin Chu Chu in that outfield, and I don't think they want Chu playing every game in the outfield for you know a week. So I think like there's uh and I mean, are they gonna is kind of actually gonna be the everyday third baseman or was this what they were saying because this is the situation they were in? So yeah, I think there's gonna and, be ways for him to get in the lineup. I'm not super worried about it,
0: and there's there's Chu Calhoun and odor any of whom can sit against a lefty mm-hmm. and give, give select. Like I said, so he... Ostensibly, he should start all three of those lefty games in the first six and then steal one righty game. Now, the problem is if he DHs in those. But if they keep Calhoun at DH to protect him, then we're getting our guy on the field. But what if they totally murk us and it's two left field, one second base,
1: and that's, one third that's base? That's the fear. is That's what it's going to be, and So... If you if you did what I did, which was draft Nelson Cruz and then draft Nick Solak, it may be a little while before he gets that eligibility.
0: Be um, a little bit of trouble.
1: And for sure, if I draft Nelson Cruz uh, or Chris Davis tonight, um, I will likely just avoid Solak. So
0: yeah, I think you should at this point, just yeah. because that really causes. Again, we're happy that Calhoun's back. Not only just in general because somebody who's mm-hmm. hurt is healthy, but we also love Calhoun. It just it 180 so quickly that I think it kind of it kind of gut punched me a little bit. Yeah. So uh all right. Well that's uh one last bit of news here. This is an interesting one. He's not like an Uber prospect, but he's a he's a notable prospect. Andres Jimenez is making the team for the for the Mets. Um twenty one year old prospect, middle infielder type, stole twenty eight bases last year in double A. Um, now, he was repeating double A a little bit. Well, he, he only played 37 games there in 18 uh, and then a full season there last year. Not a huge bat or anything, really kind of a utility type. It looks like that uh, he's going to fulfill. But I did think it was interesting and and somewhat noteworthy as as the uh, starting teams are coming out, as, as the rosters are coming out to see some of these prospects that are going to make it. Nobody had really been talking about him. I know playing time is not going to be plentiful there, barring something happening, because Cano and Rosario have the middle infield locked and loaded, but is Jimenez somebody you care about in NL only?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think he he could be viable in NL only, and I mean, as much as he doesn't really have a place to play right now, there's a lot of guys on this team with pretty significant injury histories. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Oh, and I mean, and then they've got a lot of guys on this team that are like eighty years old. So I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say exactly that. I was going to say throw in also the age, and and now you're really
0: uh, you're really talking about some potential time opening up for a 21 year old mm-hmm. prospect who uh, just just outside our top 100. He was 109th, uh, so that's still a pretty good prospect there. Anytime you're in that, uh, you know, just in that top. 120 or so that that puts you as a decent prospect there and like i said speed speed to burn so i could see nl only maybe stashing him not sure 15 team mix league can really do it until he would have an avenue toward Mm -hmm. playing but i am at least slightly uh, intrigued by him and his
1: yeah he definitely could make some difference uh in terms i mean he's like a speed and hit tool guy he's not like a burner uh either though so like uh like i think the 28 stolen bases last year and the 38 stolen bases the year before in in Triple A and double uh is a bit misleading uh but I think he is uh I mean from what I understand he's a pretty smart base runner and I think he can probably hit like 250 uh and if got given full-time playing time steal like I don't know 6 7 bases uh so we'll we'll, we'll see I mean Cano gets hurt if uh you know a guy like JD Davis uh, gets hurt or a guy like McNeil gets hurt like maybe we see uh, him uh, up
0: yeah I think we could definitely see him working into some some full-time playing time there uh, if things happen but just because there are so many different uh, uh, potential avenues for him in his and I think he has the glove to kind of play mm-hmm. definitely both middle infields could I don't know about third but uh, would that be an an open avenue for him I think so yeah okay So, yeah, that's uh, Andres Jimenez, you deep league folks. Take a look um, at NL only right now. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's talk about this 12-teamer you did, the online championship. I was just looking at the roster yesterday. Didn't even consider that it'd be way too good for a 15-team. I thought it was your second main. But, uh, yeah, that would have been pretty bananas. Mm -hmm. Um, Talk to us about where you picked from and what the goal was, and then we'll get into the uh, uh, execution.
1: Well, I was picking from uh, 11, and my hope was that uh, I could get Trout, so I could have one team that I drafted post-COVID with uh, with Mike Trout on it. Uh, unfortunately, he went 10. Uh, my backup plans were, uh, you know, if Turner la- uh, landed there, if Soto landed there, if Lindor landed there, but I was pretty sure unless, like, Degrom was there that I was gonna, um, and even if even if Degrom was there, I was probably still gonna go hitter hitter, um, and so that's what I did. Uh, you know, they're, they're, I love your duo Lindor yeah. and Arenado, and so yeah, I took two guys who I think are probably top ten picks at pick eleven and pick fourteen in Lindor and Arenado, uh, and then I knew I was I was gonna likely target a, a pitcher in round three. Uh, depending on which one fell. There there was a brief moment of, oh, my God, what is going on? Because the, the pitcher run was like a 15-team league where we saw in stri- six straight picks, Clevenger, Bueller, Flaherty, Bieber, Strasburg, Kershaw. Holy smokes. Uh, go at the back end of the second round, beginning of the third. Um, and I was like, okay, well, if this continues, uh, there's not going to be any pitchers left when it gets to me, and then I'm just going to have right. to go all hitting. I was also hoping to get Hater. Uh, kind of in the back end of the third or the beginning of the fourth, but uh, he went in the third round, so that uh, ended that. Uh, So definitely wanted to get two elite closers and then kind of play around with some others. Uh, Wanted to load up on hitting uh, and then uh, kind of sprinkle in pitching as I went. Definitely did not necessarily go according, not necessarily according to plan, but not my typical build. I got a lot of players that I don't have on other teams, uh, in this draft, which is kind of fun, but uh, I, I really do like the team. I think I took advantage of some people doing different strategies, uh, and some guys falling that probably shouldn't have, uh, but it was, it was a fun room, a tough room. Almost everybody, I think, in the league was actually in my stream of it. Uh, oh, that's nice. So that was fun, <laughs> um, but they, they were a good group of uh, uh, guys. Uh, I don't know if there are any women in that league, but if they were a good group of women too so um but yeah it was uh it was a fun draft and i I like how it turned out
0: yeah i think i think you put together a squad here that we're going to get into a little bit deeper just a moment i i thought trout might move up on the news the news hadn't come out yet oh okay okay when did you do the draft
1: it was uh 6 p.m eastern okay so So and that came out uh, yeah it came out like two hours Mm -hmm. later or something like that two or three hours that makes sense
0: because i'm not moving him back up to one because i still think that there's a chance that when first off we don't know how things are going to go if everyone's getting covid left and right and then the baby comes he got one yeah but it's not even so much that it could just be even if it's not rampant he could see you know he he, you could speak to this you are a father Mm -hmm. see your kid life changes it, yep. you just you don't know how to there, there, there's a before and after yeah. before you have the baby and after and you can see that baby and say i do not want to risk this baby on the slightest thing i'm out um uh, so we don't know for sure but i will say the fact that he is playing from jump street would make me push him back into single digits i would take him closer to that six seven range now at least on the fact that he's going to play until the baby's born and then we'll see what happens from there um so to get him at 10 and then have that news come out two hours later is pretty darn good
1: yeah and uh i mean i i would have definitely uh been stoked if that if he had fallen to me uh and the guy who do you pick tonight I picked fourteen, so I, I can't imagine not he's not gonna happen. He's yeah. gonna be there, so I'd be surprised. I mean, obviously you'd be jumping at him immediately. If yeah, did if if Trout is there at fourteen, I'm taking him, but uh, he, he's not gonna be there, so I'll, no. I'll, I'll have to I'll have to make a different decision. But it also means you know that there's gonna be two guys I really like, you know, yes. there at there for me at fourteen, and then again at uh, seventeen. So uh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't have trout. I think I've got trout on one league, but I can't remember which one. So, uh... well then, let's
0: let's get back into your squad here and talk a bit about it. Mm-hmm. Now, am I reading this right that you have just five outfielders? I guess Hampson is a six.
1: Yeah, Hampson's the other one. Uh, he he's definitely gonna play the outfield. One of the things that I've done in the majority of my leagues and didn't do in this one was get a bunch of dual eligible uh, or triple eligible players. Uh, mm-hmm. they just went faster and being on the end, you know, there was like a run of them at one point, uh, yeah. where like Muncy went, O'Neill went, and Lemayhu went all within McNeil. like, yeah, I was going to say a uh, McNeil. God, I'm, can go I'm all over order. the place today. Uh, and so, yeah, so they, they all went before I had another shot at him and I was like, Oh, okay. Um, that, that's a bummer. Uh, just,
0: I'll just piss off. Okay. See ya.
1: So, cause I wasn't going to take him in the fifth or sixth, uh, and I want to get a closer. So, uh, I, then they all go and I'm like, okay, well that ends that. Uh, and right. so it's fine. You know, I mean, I feel like 12 team league is definitely, uh, a more shallow, a more shallow format. So the injury uh, stuff can be covered. And I feel like I have good depth, but yeah, I, I would have liked to get some more, uh, uh, dual eligible players.
0: Yeah, I definitely think it is more important than the deeper leagues, of course, mm-hmm. um, but a 12 team because you're going to have a more robust wire. But I like I like the team that you put together here, even absent the the position flexibility, which we both like to stock up on. I mean, you got Real Muto at catcher, so you got a premium catcher and then a solid one in Danny Jansen. Um I like the Carlos Santana at first base. You mentioned Lindor, Arenado. Uh, Brandon Lau can start at second for you or Hampson. And then, like mm-hmm. I said, Hampson can bounce to the outfield. Your outfield, even though there are only five, they are very good. Castellanos, Soler, Mercado, Yastrzemski, and Nimmo. I think that's a good one to five in a 12-teamer there. Yastrzemski's leading off for y'all, isn't he?
1: Yeah, and that was one of the things, like, so as, Nimmo, by the way yeah so as I got to that round right before I picked youremsky so that was the 23rd I went uh, I think my one real weakness I mean other than strikeouts because you know I'm, I'm not prioritizing uh uh starting Second pitching advantage. is is much um oh, no. strikeouts
0: I, I thought you meant like you had a lot of strikeout guys no no
1: hitters um I was, you meant pitching wise. I pardon. meant pitching wise. Uh, I felt like my weakness was run scored. And I think that's something that's largely overlooked mm-hmm. by a lot of people. It like, Super underrated. You know, whip and then run scored. And so I made a decision kind of, uh, and I talked about it on the stream, like I made a decision kind of towards the end to prioritize guys that I thought would be hitting leadoff. And so that's why I took Dustramski, that's why I took Brandon Nimmo, uh, and that's why I took G Man Choi because they had announced that he was going to be leading off. Uh, versus right-handed pitching, um, I love it. and so like G-Man Choi is going to be a guy like I use th- for this weekend, and likely I get I send him off my team, um, but uh, he I definitely wanted the ability to kind of maybe add in a few extra runs scored this weekend.
0: Yeah, I, I like that, um, and and if Nemo's leading off, I already mentioned that Ustremski, uh, Nemo. Choi, if he's leading off when he's playing, you got Lindor at the top of the order. Um, yeah, I think you're going to get your run scored. Real Muto will be at the top of his order. Santana will be in the middle of a quality order. So, yeah, you got, you got a good team here. Now, as far as pitching goes, you said you didn't super prioritize it and you got a little nervous when you saw that big run. But you still got Giolito as your ace with Montas and Hendricks backing him up. And then you still got Keller and Burns. I don't know that you're necessarily that pinched for strikeouts. You got Chapman who's gonna be on the aisle to start, but he should be back relatively quickly, and you got Britton to cover him. So I like that. Talk us through your pitching strategies and, and how you were able to execute there.
1: So I mean this is a huge difference between a twelve team league and a fifteen team league is and I you know, I play in mostly fifteen team leagues. Uh man, there is so much more talent available <laughs> because oh, it's I got towards the end of my draft, and I went. Oh, I should start loading up on those relievers. Um, and I was they don't like, really fit. they they don't, and, um, and and only because I you know I took Dakota Hudson, who has you know an opening start, opening weekend versus Pittsburgh. He could get, mm-hmm. he's going to get streamed off my roster, um, you know. And then I took Johnny Cueto because he has an opening day start today, and NFBC has made a rule that. Uh, lineups are not going to lock on Thursday for Thursdays for guys playing. So you can actually make the decision on Friday whether or not you want to use his start. Whoa. It's a freebie. It's a freebie. And so obviously people, you know, uh, who are drafting tonight will already know, like, how Garrett Cole and Max Scherzer do um, mm-hmm. in my in my draft tonight and will be into, you know, almost two hours into uh, Kershaw, and Cueto start, and so that's going to dramatically affect where they go tonight, but I figured, worst case scenario, I have enough pitchers to cover me for this weekend anyways without Cueto. Now I have to double-check that now with Anthony <laughs> so uh, yeah, Descalfani. Oh, no, he, funny, he wasn't but... going to be starting this weekend anyway, so
0: Yeah, I think you've got
1: enough. I do have enough, so I, if he pitches really well and like goes out and blanks the Dodgers and gets a win, then he's in my lineup. If he doesn't, He's on my reserve list, and I'm dropping him on Sunday. So
0: yeah, no harm, no foul.
1: You know, it it was kind of just a free, free floater pick in the 29th round. Now, so I, you know, I'm going to jettison a lot of those guys, uh, including Descalfani, including you know Cueto, likely including Dakota Hudson, depending on his uh, week. Um, And then I drafted five guys who are gonna get saves. Now, the level of saves they're gonna get, who knows? But I drafted Chapman, and then I, you know, I handcuffed him with Britain. I drafted uh, Daniel Hudson because everybody knows I love Daniel Hudson. But then we were in like the twenty fourth round, and Tyler Rogers was still on the board.
0: Did you mention Liam Hendricks as your primary? Closer and, and yeah, yeah.
1: Liam Hendricks was my my first closer off the board. So, like, I, I didn't want to take that many closers or guys who are going to get saves. But like, at some point, you don't also want your competition getting those people and. Hey. Exactly.
0: And I like what you did with the Chapman thing. You got Britain. He's going to be the bridge. Then you go, you cut him. That's another free roster spot back because um, you're not going to keep Britain after that. Um, yeah, man. I really like this team you put together here. I think, uh, you know, obviously with 12 team, it's going to be a little bit more stocked, but even accounting for the fact that it's 12. I don't see any glaring weaknesses here. You um, he might be a little light on speed, depending on Hampson. He's kind of the linchpin there. If he does his thing that we believe he can do, then you've got Hampson, Andrus, Lindor, and then chip from some other uh, Mercado, um, and you should be fine. If they Rocky him, then you got some questions to answer. But you're not zeroed out either. It's not Hampson or Bust, because Lindor, Andrews, and Mercado are still going to run. you got your power. Um yeah, dude, you have a com- competing team here. I hate to gas you up. I want to <laughs> tear you down. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Um and you uh, we didn't even mention you got Jordan Alvarez here who um is out for a while, but he's not even a, a key part of your offense. Like he's almost kind of an add-on because you can you can play, you know, maybe you put Andres into Util to start to get those uh, extra steals and, and build up your speed a little bit. Uh, or is he your middle, actually? He, he might be your middle. Um, but then you can put Lau in. I mean, you got a lot of ways to go. So I, I, think, you're, I think your team's going to be tough to handle here.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Alvarez pick, I accidentally uh, I timed out in oh. um, the 10th round and was given Alvarez. And, you know, I contacted him. Hey, guys, I meant to take Mercado. They switched it out. Uh, no big deal. And then three rounds later, Alvarez is still on the board. Now, the point that oh. he's still on the board in the what is it the the thirteenth round in the 13th. end end of the thirteenth round is his max pick in the OCs.
0: Yeah. Okay. Like I understand him dropping, but that much.
1: And I was you know I was very tentative on it just because uh, you know I already had a stash in Chapman. Um, mm-hmm. You know the news had come out that he tested positive again yesterday, so it's going to be at least no two more tests. Uh, before he is, you know, able to uh, rejoin the team, but I was like, you know what? I, there's just so much upside with Alvarez. I mean, this is a guy who was going in like the top 30 picks. Yeah, uh, back... we,
0: were, we were bashing that, by the way, when uh, that was
1: happening. I took him in the end of the second round, uh, in uh, in Arizona. So to get him at like like 150 something, uh, nuts. yeah, is is absolutely nuts. So. Uh, you know, it meant I couldn't take any more stashes. I didn't take any more stashes. Uh, but if and when he does come back, I think that really, really bumps up my team quite a bit. So, yes. and, I, and I have not done Even if depth. you miss
0: him for two, three weeks. Yeah. I don't think that you're you're pinning so many hopes on him that you can't survive. Again, 12-teamer makes such a difference here that you can survive. I mean, we love Brandon Lau. If he's your util for that time you might not miss a beat. He might he might be uh Alvarez, Alvarezian in the interim there. And that way er, Choi could fill in there if you if you see some half weeks where it's all righties, you put in Choi and he goes off for you. So yeah, I think you're set up. And uh, obviously your in-season management will play a big role. You're obviously going to be an attentive in-season manager, so I think you got yourself a crew here. And uh best of luck tonight in in the final main. You have any plans to watch uh, to watch your ball club tonight? Are you do anything? I mean, obviously, you can't do anything special, we can't go anywhere, but you're mm-hmm. just hunkering down in your man cave. Or are you going to watch with uh, with Danielle?
1: I'll watch the first uh, few innings with uh, Danielle and the kids, and then uh, and then I'll move out to the office, do my last, you know, pre-main event prep, and and start the uh, uh, <laughs> and start the uh, stream. What time does that draft start? It starts at eight fifty-five p.m. Eastern time. Okay. Or no, sorry. Uh, Eight fifty-five Pacific time. So it's super late. If you're a late night person, you're up tonight. I am. um, And you want to catch it on my YouTube or my Twitch or um, my uh, uh, or or my Twitter or my Facebook. You know, it'll be streaming out to all those places. Uh, Ryan Bloomfield said he'll join me for a little bit uh, because he's in that draft. I'm trying to get uh, bat flip crazy, Toby. Uh, to join me because he's in that draft, and uh, I reach out to Dusty because um, he's in that draft as well, Dusty Wagner. Uh, it's a do, do loaded me a group.
0: Uh, yeah, it sounds like a disgusting group. Have fun with that. Mm-hmm. Do me a favor and ping me when you start because I'll be okay. streaming, but I'd like to pull it up because uh, we're going to put the radio broadcast. So I think we're going to switch between the two because both teams have great radio broadcasts. Uh, so I'm going to have that as the audio to my stream. Sweet. Uh, but I want to check in on your draft for sure. So uh, just ping me when you start on Gchat so that I can re- remember to bring it up Definitely on will. my Twitch stream. Uh, all right, man. Well, you got a heart out here in a few minutes. I'll, I'll let you get going. Good luck tonight. And uh, hey, baseball is back, baby. I'll talk to you
1: later. It's baseball season.